Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, oh, eh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this is not going to be a good show today. It's going to be a lot of goofy laughing and gratitude. That's what it's going to be today. Tom Bernard Show with Dave Schrader, Ellie Nick, Melissa Kirk, Andy Brand Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We will be right back with all of frivolity next Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, 15-year-old car. 
And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> that's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Let's go crazy. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're going down the list of all the wonderful things about it. Yes, I worked at KNOX in Grand Forks, KVOX. That was from Dave from, from Grand Forks, North Dakota. Ladies asking. and gentlemen, KNOX, getting it said for the Valley of something. They, they, wanted uh-huh. to settle, settle, they were betting over it. I remember they were, it well. They were actually betting over it. I will tell you this, honest <laughs> to God, when I worked at KNOX, I'm right out of North Minneapolis, right? I moved to Grand Forks, North Dakota. One of the first things they want me to do my first week is interview a sugar beet farmer. <laughs> I'm uh, right off of West Broadway onto the sugar beet farmer. And I'm like, I don't want to interview some hick farmer. Forget about it. They said, no, you have to do this. And that's what I want. Uh, the hick farmer rolled up in a Cadillac L Classic, I think they were called. It had. Gold yeah, trim. They, yeah, that gold that they had. Yeah, they, I remember that trim. That's why they call it a gold, gold grill and the gold, gold emblems and all the gold. That's why they call it a cash crop. They had this. Yeah. That fake wow. that that spare tire on the back That's with all the gold with trim. The gold trim on yeah. that too. I said, "What's this guy's deal?" And he goes, "That guy's deal is about a hundred or two hundred bill, uh, two hundred million dollars." Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, like, never God. feel sorry for farmers. Ah, uh, no. Farmer, farming is a it's a pretty Ooh. good gig if you have the. Uh, well, you and they'll even pay you not to. Yeah, hey, you know what, Tom? Not to We'd farm, like to yeah. pay you not to come that will to the in the morning for the next another. Actually, that's a re- that's very big right now, uh-huh. North Dakota and Minnesota. To not, not, to not, not grow. Don't don't harvest your crops. Just let them die. Honestly, so we've got people starving in our countries. Yeah, and it, it's it makes more sense to pay farmers not to give yeah. that yield and crop to people that are in need. Well, America doesn't have a lack of excess food. We have plenty to give away. The problem is getting it to the people who are starving, because a lot of them are starving. It's like you know, getting food to Africa. Well, they wouldn't eat lima beans anyway. No, <laughs> I love lima Even the beans. The starving are like no, nope, no thanks. Lima beans are great. Did you hold off just, for the McDonald's? You hear what they're going to do now in all of America? Apparently, is they're going to take uh, unsold food from the restaurants, even if it was in the dumpster. And give it to homeless people. They should. That I a, would. It would drive me away from being homeless. They're I'd trying to it. kill all their hey, homeless yeah, we, with E. coli. <laughs> exactly. We pulled this orange out of some other homeless guy's ass. You want it? <laughs> no, Sign me up. Oh. It is Christmas after all. Oh, exactly. Speaking of E. coli, last night there was. Um, I, I want to hear about your poop. No. <laughs> I was going to say. Speaking of okay, 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 E. coli. E. coli. No, there's last a night. I. I'm like, <laughs> no, there's a huge recall. Of romaine lettuce. Yeah, Yeah. don't eat it if you have it. Just toss it away. Even the restaurant downstairs has a big sign, no salads today. Yeah, I guess there's. Do they always use romaine in their salads? A lot of of places use romaine. Romaine and spinach mixed. Spinach? Yeah, Yeah, I like spinach, but I like spinach hot. Actually, if you, have, you probably eat ah, spinach. Why did you say it all sexy, Tom? I like, I like hot I like spinach. spinach. I like cooked <laughs> spinach, too. But if you uh, ate a salad and it had spinach in it, you probably wouldn't even know it's yeah, spinach. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. It's just leaves. I like, put spinach on um, when I go to Subway because I can't eat lettuce. And yeah, I love I spinach. Cooked. I love spinach. It's I love funny because I'm the opposite. Butter, salt, and pepper. You don't like spinach? I don't like it. 
Warm. You don't like spinach? Mm-mm. You don't like it warm? Mm-mm. Uh, warm why would it? you ever eat nope. spinach? Oh, like cream spinach? Yeah. No, just cook. Yeah, like just cook spinach. spinach. Just cook. You, you know never had cream in spinach? It. I don't think so. It's disgusting. It's actually butter, salt, and pepper. It's delicious. Yeah, That's how we is. make it kale. Oh, we've actually found well, out kale's that... kale's the same. It's oh, same. Jesus. You eat kale but not it spinach? It tastes completely oh, different. Get out. Get out. It's... Martin, get out and get out. <laughs> if you cook kale right, different. it's actually really good. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. If, if by cooking kale You've right, do you mean smothered in onions and steak? Garlic, kale. garlic, salt, pepper. Your fault. Usually, some kale. kind of. Uh, Actually, it's his fault. He's the one who decided no. to do well, this hell of a thing. We've been doing blue apron. Did you see or that? Whatever. I saw uh, Ted Nugent going off on a rant yesterday about. No, not Ted. <laughs> about about vegans. Vegans kill more animals than everybody <clears throat> that eats meat combined because when they grow tofu. They kill every single animal in those fields. Oh, because of soybeans? Yeah, they'll they, eat they, them, yeah. Yeah, they kill every animal. They yeah. kill everything. You have to wipe out the complete population of every acre that grows soybean. Is that true? Yeah, because they'll eat the soybean. Yeah, I mean, and well, not to mention, well, if what, you think about it. And when you combine a field, you literally <laughs> slaughter everything in that field. Oh, yeah, field. mice and stuff everything. get in there? Yeah. You slaughter everything. Uh-huh. Okay, we gotta, I got to run this survey by everybody at the table here. Okay. Uh, they're making fun of Trump, and I'm not a Trump fan. I'm not, I'm not a Trump fan, and I'm, I'm not a Hillary fan. I'm just, you know, the whole thing, right? right. He said that, you know, and he did say they should rake the forests in <laughs> California, <laughs> which was a little weird to say. But they do need forest management. Yeah, in they California. do clear leaf they litter because that's what's on co- fire. A lot of places have forest management. They do, and they have places. to have forest management. I don't care if it's California or what it is. You got to you got to protect your people. Almost every country has forest management. And look, if the three anus owl dies, <laughs> tough up. <laughs> You know, whatever it is. Well, they can't just keep... You look the, the, you look the three anus owl in the eye and tell them that, Tom. <laughs> you can't go, sus- they can't sustain having those kind of fires every year. Oh, no. So they, Obviously, they can't. They can't. They can't. No. There'll be nothing left to burn. Yeah, there'll be nothing well, left to burn. Well, they can't afford it financially. You know how much no. no. billions of dollars it's taking? And I how know. many lives are lost? I mean, look at the life count right now. Andy, would you do me a favor? Would you look up the leaders of the Women's March slash Women's Movement? Because I've been getting all these emails from my friends about one of the, the, there are three women who run it now, and the woman who started it wants them all to resign. One of them is a Muslim who basically went on a, this is a women's march, far left leaning women's march. She went on a rant about gays and Jews. It's like, what? Tamika Mallory, Carmen Perez, and Linda Sarsour. Linda Sarsour is the one who started the Well, that's the only, yeah, it's her. Linda the, Sarsour apologizes to Women's March Jewish members, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What did she say about them? Let's find out. This, so this is true. Yeah, let's say a with the, far say with left-leaning the, woman. Same with the re- lady who got elected in Minneapolis. She just went off yeah, on Jews too. too. Elon. Yeah. There are actually um, a lot of what radical feminists hell? who hate. Don't they don't like gay people because. They don't like gay men because they see it as like co-opting female culture, and they don't like gay oh, women God, because no. they see it as betraying their gender. So, are these people really Nazis? I mean, is that there are Nazis almost no Nazis? There's almost none of them. We know nothing of what you're speaking about, you Tom. Move on. About, Tom. Another topic a, now, really Tom. Still a thing. We're going to tell you how to think, how to use your wiener, what religion you should be. That sounds a little Nazi-ish to me. Nazis still They're like totalitarians. Really no. No. It's not, right? They there's claim no it Nazis, is, but right? no, there are There's no Nazis. organizations of Nazis. I mean, Nazis. yeah, there's like... 
12. But let me, let me it doesn't really this. matter. The 12 people who are can't even spell it properly. You put a T <laughs> in it. So what does that tell you? Yeah, everybody knows it's just K-N-O-T-S-I. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's just Nazi, like Nazi Berry Farm. That's very good. So Linda didn't even, she didn't say anything. It's one of those you haven't been woke enough kind of things. Like no, she did say anti-gay and anti-anti. Well, the lady who got elected in Minneapolis, she's holding a sign. Well, she did, yeah. yeah she, she, I seen her holding a sign. This Linda, what it was was, uh, she's apparently a friend with Farrakhan. Farrakhan, and you know he obviously he hates hates Jews. Yeah, he hates the Jews. So basically, it's guilt by association kind of thing. Well, look at Lester Holt or whatever his name is. What's the guy's name here? The beats women in the. Or drags him off a of bed. What's oh, his name? Not, not Lester no. Holt. Well, yeah. uh, Who's Lester Holt? I don't Lester know. Holt? He's like the 60 Minutes guy or 20, yeah. 20 oh, guy. Yeah, he's the newscaster. Yeah, he's the newscaster. He's an African-American newscaster. I don't know these people's Obviously. names. Let's he's... just besmirch a few more names. I'm not besmirching anyone. I How about that Mike Gelfand? Yeah. I hear he hates the Jews. I heard Gelfand <laughs> is anti-Semitic. You're um, talking about her. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh... I can't remember his name. A little Keith tiny Ellison? Ellison. Keith Ellison. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's a buddy of Louis Farrakhan. Said yeah. I haven't seen Farrakhan in years. Then they produced a picture of him from like six months yeah, ago, standing right next to him. Mm-hmm. But the other, the other lady who, who who got elected with him, she's off the rock. She's man. crazy. Yes. Well, come on. You'd marry your brother to get in the country, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know. Is there actually proof of that? I guess that they moved up to North Dakota, go to North Dakota. All State I know University is I seen I've seen her hold signs saying "Free Palestine, Palestine," and <laughs> what's her anti-Jewish. name again? Ilan Omar. All oh, right, yeah, oh, the she's, the brother thing. I th- I'm gonna look that brother, up. Brother, that might have been debunked. Uh, that's, Let's see. They here. just said it. Said it on some other. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Was it debunked by our ex president that was born over in another country? <laughs> No, but he is the one who told people that they needed to throw kid boys out of school if there was any suspicion at all that they had attacked a woman. Mm. He did do that. Well, it's well he knows where it's the money is. It's line. a double standard. It it, is. It, it, if somebody does it, hang on. The other person does it, then you just let it. So did she actually marry your brother? Did they make that up? Did the Nazis make I mean, it Keith up? Keith Ellison's girlfriend actually had police reports and pictures, and not, yeah, nobody did. cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Bill Clinton raped four women. Nobody cares. Yeah. It is not Allegedly. clear. Well, it's not clear. Allegedly. Tom. Well, I mean, they're... Yeah, it's a lot of allegations. <laughs> but you got to throw the allegedly in there I, to protect I, yourself. They are from, like, they're straight from Somalia, so it's not like they have the most... Ironclad. Uh, oh, calm down. It's not like they have the most oh, uh, ironclad birth records over there. Well, that's, they don't have, that, yeah, that's part of their biggest problem. There that's is true. no records. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. Yeah. we have no idea, really. Here's all I'm saying. Can we all just kind of stop noticing the, our differences and kind of all live the same? We're all human beings. We're all from Africa originally. I'm going to buy myself a, a yellow. They are? Everybody's from Africa. The out of Africa North theory? North Africa. I thought it was... North Africa, the cradle of civilization. Where I just was at? The birthplace of man. I don't want to be from there. <laughs> well, I don't think anybody does, but we all are. North like, Africa's not actually a bad place. It's sub-Saharan Africa where all the warlords are. Yeah? Well, yeah, I suppose for, now that the whole, like, Islam wars are I going on. I did not on. care for Marrakesh or any of those yeah. cities. They are very just. Dis- Fifth world okay. and very dirty. Now I have a problem. So, if, <laughs> very dirty. If it's unclear, 
How, if they have no birth records, then the people that said it was her brother, how could they prove it was her brother? I don't know DNA. that they could. could they well, do? yeah, she could take a DNA test, but there's really no onus for her or to do so. Or just people in the from Somalia know that it was her brother back there. You know what I really wish is that everybody would stop trying to destroy everyone else's life. That'd be nice. What, hap- what happened? Mm-hmm. Remember how we were gr- gr- raised... If you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. What happened to that? Uh, that was nice. What happened to that? But the problem is, where do you draw the line? What do you know? No, I don't. <laughs> right? Because I'm with you. I honestly Where'd believe that I, go? I, I know well, you're here, right. Here's why I you're say right. that. Because, all right, you know, we'll put up a, a post. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary. And somebody's got to come in and make some nasty-ass comment and tell her, all right, we get it, you're in love, da, 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 and they start going after her. <laughs> I know, it's like in those amazing? cases, why don't you just shut the F up? Right, if you what, have nothing to say, shut but up. But then, if you know somebody's running for public office and you happen to know something horrible about them, should you let that person get into, into more power? I or know. Should, well, should I it think be that's revealed? different. I think that's right, different. Right, but that's that's what most of this comes from, is it's a political God. move on most parts. It the, is, The destruction, absolutely. you know, we look at it from the outside saying, oh, they're just trying to destroy this party or that party. But on the other side, or are they trying to keep a monster from getting more power? Well, maybe. You know, I mean, that's where, how do we draw the line? Where do we yeah, come in on point. deciding which decision is made and who we call out for what reasons? Yeah, people go out, seem to be, go out of their way now to make personal statements again like negative personal statements like oh, i posted something that I, I don't pick my friends through political anything political like, right. i don't care right. what, what your politics are and somebody wrote a comment yeah but you're friends with tommy b what does that mean I, they, it was a negative and you no know, they were putting a negative stat jab why doesn't anybody you know no one has ever <laughs> ever ever walked up to me and said you know i don't like won't. i don't like your show and i they don't won't. like you and no they one's won't. ever done that they've to me. never done it to me either but they why do it would to they me do online that? they don't do it to me if online. i don't like you i tell you to your face you know what i don't really care for you i, I would tell you right to your face i actually looked yesterday i have about 40. wait a minute let me do it <laughs> I have I have about forty five thousand people right now on on Facebook don't like and you. social media, and I just looked at how many people I had block over oh, yeah. the last couple of years. Yeah, I probably have about sixty people blocked. Yeah. They're relentless with negative comments. Why do they want to do that? Explain that to me, because I I don't know. I just used to tell people to f off. That's I don't post I anything political. I don't even post any opinion, just post videos. And Do they feel so weak that this is the only place they have any power? Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Well, and, that's and, sad, and, and that's, you know, I mean, I understand where you're coming at with that angle, but on the other side, there are a lot of people that have felt suffocated over the years who didn't feel they had a voice, and this finally gave and them that's, a voice. That's exactly Unfortunately, what I meant, yeah. when it goes unchecked and unbridled, then it starts becoming hate speech and anger and... And, and all of yeah, that rage it that's been inside of you for so long finally leaches out in all the wrong ways. You think this could end up as a civil war eventually? Yes, absolutely I do. Mm-hmm. We already have one going on right now. I kind of do. No, I really it's, like, it's, like a, it's a shadow yeah, war, yeah. It's a shadow, yeah. Oh, the shadow, shadow. Rubble war. <laughs> hey. Christopher I, Fulton is on the phone, so we will get to him. Oh, we'll, have, we'll, be, we'll, we'll be right back. In That'll about two minutes. I told you to turn out the lights when you saw them coming. <laughs> JB's here. We'll be right back, JB, and our special guest up next. One thing I want to say on the way out is, I look, for there, apparently there are like 12 people that love to just trash the hell out of me. You have to understand some. I am grateful of this Thanksgiving, so thank you, because shows cannot get that big without some people hating them. So thank you for making my show big. It's true. 
It is true. It's true. Haters, make you, have some haters people, make you famous. They do. It's absolutely <laughs> true. So thank you. We'll be right back. <clears throat> Mr. On Time, JB, will join us right after this. Tom hey. Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money, you can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the Prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. (laughs) They're going to love it. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. Wow, how many times are I going to tell you guys not to run that coffee machine? <laughs> He's, he goes and gets a cup of coffee. It just might make sense to put it over it's in a different corner. Listen to how loud that is. Pretty loud. <laughs> Good God. Christopher, it sounds do you have like any place? Can like, I come and stay at your house, Christopher? It sounds like the AC from the old studio. That yeah, was loud. The air came on. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our special guest, Christopher Fulton. I'm going to move in with him to get away from these people. Is that okay, Christopher? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Can I come too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where I live, but yes, you can come live. Um, Christopher Fulton, co-authored with Michelle Fulton. How are you related to Michelle Fulton? We're married. Well, you're married. You don't sound very yeah. happy about this. Christopher. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, we're well, married. You know, very, in, a, in, a, in a way that uh, I, I had to be careful about my answer. Yes, I'm very happily married. But thank, you for <laughs> thank you for straightening that out for me on the radio. <laughs> no problem, sir. Uh, are you going to terrify me with this book, The Inheritance, Poison, Fruit of JFK's Assassination? I was well, 11... that was that was the that was the intent. But I heard your conversation coming in, and I and and it's great. I mean, the, this is the discussion you're hearing across the country, and the discord that's going on. And I think I think what you guys are talking about uh, is important. So you you are scaring me because I I, I was 11 years old the day that uh, that JFK was assassinated. And uh, I will never forget it. I went to Catholic school, and being the only Catholic president ever, my mother adored John F. Kennedy. 
being a nice Catholic boy like he was. So I was at home uh, for my lunch break from St. Anne's School, and it came on the screen that JFK had been shot. And then uh, before I got back to school, because he died within one hour, didn't he? I think they announced his death, I think, within one hour uh, of the assassination, uh, of the, f- the shots being fired. Um, I will never forget that day. And, and the, here's the part that scares me the most, Christopher. Um, the advent of, I want to get this, this, prop, this correct, the advent of newspapers... Uh, the very first person elected president that was highly touted in newspapers was Abraham Lincoln. The Lincoln-Douglas debates were in newspapers. That had, I think, never happened before, but and it certainly never happened at that scale. Then the advent of radio came along. Uh, some debates on radio back in uh, 1920s. When you started. Yes, I, <laughs> Christopher, I started on this show in 1920. <laughs> right when Marco, you, you sound great, by the way. <laughs> Thank great, you, Christopher. Well. I, I got a call from Marco, Marconi, and he said, "Hey, Tom, uh, if you can." Um, so, assassination follows that. Then JFK is the first president to use television in a brilliant manner, and he gets assassinated. Uh, I'm with the advent of of the internet and all the coverage that that people get on the internet now on social media on twitter on facebook and all the rest of it is it i'm really really fearful this is going to happen again christopher i really am it scares me well uh there's been uh there's been talk about that and of course this country's very divided on them on a lot of issues i think we haven't progressed i think we've uh regressed in a lot of ways and uh there are some scary thoughts out there right now there's no doubt about that so christopher i was living in in the heart of the city in downtown minneapolis which is complete democrat liberal city it's a sanctuary city and then i bought tom's house out in the country so i moved and where i live now is the polar opposite and it is, yeah. Polar opposite. So I've seen both sides, like up front and personal. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, if we ever go to war, I hate to say it, these people out in the country, they got a lot of guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that is true. I mean, true. everybody has like 25 guns. I don't think it'd be much of a contest. Um, Chris, well, I've heard a lot about, I've heard, I, I want to address that. I've actually heard a lot about that, too, and a lot of talk about that. I've actually heard people from Australia talking about that and their guns being. Uh, taken from them and their concern about it uh, losing their prime minister uh, not that long after the uh, Kennedy assassinations and yeah. their, their interest in this yeah. too so uh, you know the uh, I've seen some of the uh, some of the information about how that all works but uh, maybe that's not what I should go into right now you can go into whatever you want to right now Christopher it's your <clears throat> it's your time period man we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about uh, we do well, address you, a lot you of brought, go ahead go ahead go oh, ahead, go ahead. We, we address a lot of things on this show. That's why we were talking about... I never thought I'd see the day, Christopher, when the leaders of the women's movement, the women's march, would come out and say anti-gay and anti-Semitic things. It shocks the hell out of me. That Are you so far right? You, I mean, so, so far left, you're actually right? I mean, is that what we're doing here? Is that such a thing, well, Christopher? I, I think that a lot... I mean, part of, part of the big reason... Uh, we just have my friend and I, Robert. Well, let me start here. My friend and I, Robert White, were were were. I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate enough to have 
uh, been exposed and uh, responsible in some ways for a lot of the uh, secret material that were involved in the Kennedy assassinations uh, that had come through Bobby Kennedy. Mm. These things wound up, uh, these things, all these materials were, were, there's a lot of information involved in this, and the American public knows so little of it. Um, and we have done what we could to try to bring this forward. Uh, there's been a tremendous amount of people involved in this, uh, uh, from, you know, Janet Reno, the Attorney General of the U.S. Justice Department, the Security Oversight Office, the Classifies Material for the United States, President Clinton and Hillary Clinton and their lawyers, JFK Jr., Caroline Kennedy and their lawyers, President Reagan was advising both of us on how to handle this as, a, as a American citizens and what we should do when he thought. So there was a great, there's a great deal of pressure that came to bear on us about this material. And I sure. think I think it's important for the American public to understand this better because a lot of the issues that we're dealing with that you're speaking about uh, on the radio program today uh, were issues that we were dealing with in 1963 and, again, even more specifically in 1968. So I think that uh, when we lost uh, Bobby Kennedy to that resolve and he was trying to get uh, back to the track where his brother had put us on, uh, we we lost, uh, we went the wrong direction. We we, we changed direction and went, and went the wrong road. And... And uh, we've kept uh, covering that ever since. And the problem with that being is that we haven't really resolved these core issues of our country. And there's a lot of people that are dissatisfied and unhappy and feel unrepresented. And, of course, uh, they have every right to feel that. So, mm-hmm. so you're getting a lot of conflict uh, uh, from individuals that are supposedly living in a, uh, 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 a constitutional and democratic free America. But this isn't what it feels like anymore. It feels like the power structure is... Uh, been diverted to Washington exclusively or to the uh, corporate, uh, huge corporate entities, and we, nobody has a voice. So it's causing more and more dissension and more problems that way. You know, Christopher, I have to tell you, uh, you're talking about 1963, and you sound like you're about 25 years old. <laughs> you're very... Well, if, you're, if you live through the Lincoln years, I guess that makes me about right. I. <laughs> I'm, 50, I'm 53, but God bless you for saying that. I appreciate that. I wasn't, I wasn't born yet when Kennedy was killed, but I, I grew up in Philadelphia, and I grew up a lot, around a lot of Italian kind of mobster-type people. And I remember... You didn't have to say Italian, just mobster-type oh. people. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, 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 like the people talking when I was a kid saying that Kennedy like kind of screwed over the, 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 mafia. the Italians. Yep. It, that helped him get elected. And I remember that being time. a big buzz when I was a kid, like, this president screwed us over. Yep. And, and yep. so I always thought maybe that had something to do with... Oh, I think so. ...with his well, demise. There is uh, there is truth in that. The uh, the, uh, the intelligence uh, community was working with the, uh, the Italian uh, uh, mafia people in World War II to win the war, and then they kept on uh, after mm-hmm. the war to be utilized following that. And then the... Uh, of course, they were used for purpose during Kennedy's administration as well. So they, when Lyndon Johnson came on board, he, he of course, was, uh, was uh, they told the Kennedy brothers that if, he, if Lyndon Johnson doesn't come on board to protect the interests of, uh, of uh, uh, some elements in the United States, and that includes you know, how government contracts were, especially the big, large military contracts, were going to be uh, delegated, and, of course, some of the organized crime protection, uh, uh, then there wouldn't be a Kennedy administration. But they took him on, and they did the best they could, but by 62, and... 63, they realized they wanted to disassociate themselves with all that. Yeah. Robert, Robert Kennedy took the position that he was going to be overzealous on prosecutions of the mafia, and he, uh, he did that to counterbalance Johnson's position. So, of course, uh, you know, there was a lot of dislike of the Kennedy brothers. They were trying to make some radical changes. Uh, they were certainly one key to not only do the, uh, 
to that community, but of course the Pentagon and the intelligence community as well. There was a very difference of opinion of how the uh, country should go and how we were, where we were headed. Do people know, Christopher, that, and it doesn't matter, I, I, I tend to be pretty much a centrist, Christopher. Uh, I grew up a Democrat, but the Democratic Party was totally different back then. My mother's Democratic Party was a lot different than today's. Uh, I tried for a while to be Republican, and it was okay, but I didn't really care for that. So I kind of centered on, uh, uh, closing on, on being a centrist and kind of looking at both sides. And what I've kind of discovered through that, is there any politician out there that will not be deceitful or outright lie to people in order to, I mean, Christopher, it's disgusting. No. The, what the things that these people say and the public believes them, a prime example of that, and I look back, is from my youth. Elvis Presley called Richard Nixon and said, man, I want to be a drug agent. I want to be a special agent. And Richard Nixon, people, I guess, don't know this, but Richard Nixon hated Elvis Presley and everything he stood for. But he said, no, no, come to the White House. You know why? Because he thought the youth of America would love him if he embraced Elvis. The only reason he did it was to benefit his own cause. Is it always like that, Christopher? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because Elvis Presley certainly touched uh, the world in, yeah. in a lot of regards. And the Kennedy, the Kennedy administration, uh, when they had a falling out in 1962 over the Bay of Pigs with their intelligence services, were yep. looking to people like Elvis Presley uh, to, to get them information and intel and to contact world leaders. So they had direct information and go around and circumvent uh, what was going on. So in that regard... Uh, Elvis had every understanding that he might be accepted in that way, and I, and I agree. That's what I heard, that uh, the President Nixon had, was scared when he, when he came up to the White House not to let him in. And uh, <laughs> it was in his interest to go ahead and make sure he, he got into the Oval Office and some pictures were taken. So, uh, yes, that's inter- very interesting. The whole thing is very interesting. How long did it take you to write The Inheritance? Well, it was, uh, it's, a, it's a very long story, and... and uh, uh-huh. You know, my father. My father had uh, filmed uh, President Kennedy's uh, speech, his inauguration speech, in, in Washington for the uh, General Contractors Association on that cold day, and uh, uh, the Ask Not speech. And of course, President Kennedy asked, uh, "Ask not what your uh, your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country." The book is what I can do for my country. That's, and it's been a it's been a long road. I've kept this information. Uh, it's an ongoing process, but I've kept a lot of this information for 24 years, and it's come to the time where it needs to be uh, discussed and shared. And uh... yeah, I think it's a wonderful idea. Um, d- does Michelle do interviews with you sometimes, or does she do them on her own ever? She she did one short uh, small TV uh, a segment with me, but uh, we have uh, t- two children, and we have some rescue dogs, and we and our life is a. Uh, a little bit complicated, so she 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 does more than her fair share of uh, what she's got to cover, and then I try to cover something like this. Okay, will, you, will she listen to this interview? Do you think? Oh, you know, she'll listen to it. Did you want to say something specific? We do. Yeah, her? I just all I wanted to say was, yeah, Michelle Christopher told me before we we're on the air that the book would have gone a lot quicker, but you held them back. <laughs> well, you know what? She'll believe yeah. that. If you say that, she'll say that's something my husband would say. And uh, I'll get in some trouble over that one. Thank you very much I would for that. Not, I will not do that, Christopher. I was just, I was projecting my own lovely wife into this situation. <laughs> so, no, yeah. no, no. She's, she's very good. No, she's good-hearted. She'd under, she'd think that was very funny. But That's uh, great. That's wonderful. Yeah. 
But what I want to say is, the, is that is that this has been a very difficult to, uh, ride for me. I was uh, sure when I was writing this book, I was even asked to go to uh, maybe brief uh, Mike Pompano, who was the uh, director of the CIA for a little while under under President Trump, to see if I would go and have a meeting with him. And I said, No, I don't think I'd like to do that. I said, Why? Did, why do you want me to do that? And he said, Well, because he's interested in revamping the. Uh, the agency wants to know, wants to be briefed on what you know, what was going on. I said, no, I don't, I'm not interested in that. Um, but the agency's been around a long time. But the, uh, but the thing of it is, is that we, we came into a lot of uh, the information that Bobby Kennedy was working with and what had actually taken place and what he was facing after his brother's assassination, which was, which was a monumental uh, weight that was placed upon him. And the, uh, yeah. I was even briefed about this about, in the Kremlin with the Russian intelligence side about this and the... Uh, um, it was very difficult for us to try to walk a line. Of course, the Kennedy family got involved, and we've discussed this briefly, but the, uh, it's a very difficult line to, to, to walk for us to decide what, what, what's important for the American people and, what's, and what should be uh, protected for the Kennedy's privacy. And then, of course, the Justice Department wanted to know everything as well, so they, they had briefed me in secret uh, uh, security briefings uh, several times over this. And, of course, if I had lied to them, the FBI would have said, uh, keep this guy in prison for 50 years, because that's, that's what I was facing at one point over this. Oh, it's unbelievable. Christopher. Oh, by the way, I, some, I, I just got an email from someone who apparently apparently knows you. I don't know if he knows you very well, but they, their statement was basically, Michelle could just tell Christopher it's his problem because she's Canadian. <laughs> that's very, that's very <laughs> well, funny. She, she, that's very funny. She, she used to be a Canadian, but she's she since has status in the United States. And, but, uh, but apparently, you and I, that comment. you and I know some of the same people, Christopher. It's either a good thing well, or a we, really bad thing. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm getting that. I'm getting sort of that kind of opinion now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Christopher, we need to talk more about this after the after the Thanksgiving break. I'd love to talk to you again because. There are a million things about the inheritance I want to get into, but thank you so much for you do a great interview. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you very much. Our pleasure, Christopher Fulton, Michelle Fulton, the inheritance, poison fruit of JFK's assassination. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Darkness Dave just brought something up um, about Christopher Fulton and the the Oval Office tapes. Uh, I liked your point that that he he definitely says that we should uh, that we should look at JFK in a different way because he actually did care about the people, right? Yeah, we did a full episode with Christopher this last Sunday on our show. It's our last look. It's the 55th anniversary of Kennedy's assassination. Right. I really don't see any more need to do shows about it. Yeah. But this guy had a different take on it, and the fact that he actually inherited Evelyn Lincoln's um, evidence in all of this. But he he's the only other person besides RFK that ever listened to those Oval Office tapes yeah. and and held some of the actual evidence, damning evidence in this case. And it was pretty pretty interesting just to talk to him. But, you know, I was kind of waiting for some salacious information about him you know, from the from the Oval Office tapes, right? And he said it was really just astounding how much this guy cared. Like he was he was That's on the phone yeah, with right. soldiers at their posts, and you know, what can we do to help you? What's going on? He was constantly trying to make things better. But I I've always been told that <clears throat> that was the case, and maybe that's just because my mother right, was but a there's, big Kennedy fan. And right, but not. then you wonder right. how much of that is rhetoric because he was canonized after his death. You know, right. everybody always oh, the greatest guy. But, you know, then to actually hear somebody who, who got to listen to those audio recordings and right. can now corroborate, yeah, he, he cared. He was actually out there. And then he talks about a very tough point when they were talking about we were so close to war. Oh, and, oh yeah. And that they were talking oh, yeah. with, all right, we're kind of, we have to examine at this point in history, what's an acceptable amount of loss? Because one of us has to launch. And you're like, what? And as he's telling yeah. the story on our show. Yeah. It was crazy. And he's like... And at one point, they came back to him, and they're like, okay, we think we can manage this. We'll have a loss of between 25 to 40 million people. <laughs> and I said, could you imagine even having that for a second to have to consider? No problem. And, and the Kennedy brothers are like, no, no, that's not acceptable. That's not an acceptable loss. We, you know, we can't, we can't wipe out 20 to 40 million people in this exchange to show superiority. It can't happen. So they backed down quite a bit. It, it right. was just, it was, he's a fascinating guy. I... Personally, doing a show that covers conspiracy theories, yeah, I've heard it all on Kennedy. Now I just don't know what more. Until the day <laughs> no, they finally right. release right. all the information, yep. it's been covered for fifty-five years, and maybe I'm bitter because he was assassinated four years before my birth, and all, yeah. or three years before my birth, and all I ever hear on my birthday is about Kennedy and and watching <laughs> oh, documentaries yeah. about his true. death and true, murder. Yeah. And, it just kind of bogged me down. But I'm also at the point I just there's not really much new information. This guy kind of had the last wall of real new information all right well i was i was one when this happened so my recollection is not of nothing but i just remember growing up in great fear my mm-hmm. whole from age that's kind of how i feel right now from age, things are getting very very from, dangerous from i hope the, people understand from the time that. that i could really start understanding till about age 12 there was always this sense of fear like they'll they'll shoot political leaders are they'll right. will go to war i still or, think they're going i grew to. up so the same way i was negative one so i grew up the same <laughs> i was negative one i grew up the same, with the same mentality, like. See, but that doesn't right i grew up I, I was born in 67 and grew up in the 80s and i was terrified of nuclear war during the 80s i, I wrote well, a letter to president reagan at the time got have, back a nice form letter from did you, have to, did you have to get under your desk in school and all that uh, yes, we did a couple of those drills, but it was, yeah. So I, just, I, went, was I went through that all through grade school, where you have to get underneath your desk and uh, bomb strikes. Yeah, we, we, did, did we didn't do that, but I always yeah. remember the radiation signs. 
being on yep, the radiation wall. Side. Yeah. This is supposedly a radiation safe place. Very to be. true. Yep. It's like, yeah, right. Fallout shelters. I, all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Only Andy could find this. The turtle was very alert. When danger threatened him, he never got hurt. He knew just what to do. Duck and cover. Duck and cover. Yeah, that's what you did. Welcome to Andy Oki. That's my favorite part <laughs> of the show. Andy it really Oki. is. I love when he breaks free and finally lets out the starts, inner Andy. Starts belting it out. You didn't know that you have a show Duck tune kid cover. in front of you the whole time. By the way, the fact that you were born on um, on the, the same day that Kennedy was assassinated, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the same date. Reincarnation. Uh, would the explain same, the, the splitting headaches. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> November twenty yeah. second, I was born. Yeah. Same year though. No, sixty seven. Oh. Sixty seven. Um, Today's my last day. Fifty. Really? Hmm. You're making that up. <laughs> I turn into fifty one tomorrow. Yeah, but that's 51. not as bad as fifty. Fifty's a bit harder. One. No, fifty one's worse actually. Really? Yeah, because fifty, you're like, oh, I'm gonna hit fifty, and then you're like, oh, crap, no, I'm past fifty. <laughs> no, yeah, but in four 50, years, yeah. you're gonna be excited because then you can get free stuff. I already get free stuff. Fifty two? No, it's fifty two now. I love taking advantage of mean people. They go into stores and they look at me and then hit the senior discount. I'm like, you know, I'd be pissed if I wasn't getting twenty five percent off. They keep lowering the ages. My dad was so excited when he turned fifty five. You know, he went to every place, just ordered off the senior menu. I've yet to, and I have an AARP card. I have yet to ask for a senior discount. Holy! I'm fifty six. I didn't know you were fifty six. You're out of the demo. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) I just said I was a year old when he was killed. That's right. Can't believe it was that long ago. I cannot believe it. You know, you hear all the weird stories. He died in a in a Lincoln. Lincoln died in uh, Ford Theater. Theater or whatever. Ford, Ford Theater. Theater. Ford that's Theater. It. Yeah. No. Ford yeah. and Lincoln. Well, hey, Lincoln. Hey. Lincoln was Kennedy's secretary, and Kennedy Kennedy's was Lincoln's Lincoln secretary. secretary. That is right. true. Yeah. All these oddities. And what uh, uh, Oswald shot him from the book depository and went and hid in a theater, and uh, that's right. And then Wilkes Booth shot shot him in a theater, and then went and they ended up capturing capturing him in like a library or some book area. Right, or something. Exactly. I can't remember the exact. Yeah, there's deal a lot that. of that kind yeah. of stuff. It's like the game of Clue. Yeah. <laughs> and then both of them ended up on coins. Weird. Uh, I know, right? And I'm both a... of them died. What? Yes, they certainly did. <laughs> Not according to the Weekly <laughs> World News. <laughs> Kennedy's still alive, running the White House from inside. Yeah, <laughs> that is still. So did you ever cool. see the movie Bubba Hotep? I yeah. loved Bubba. We Hotel. actually watched that in uh, Florida I like two you, years ago. Oh, I love you, babe, and I always love you. Fun, dumb movie. <laughs> we actually wait. We watched it because you told us to. Actually, oh, did you? Oh, did we? Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah. And did you enjoy it? Yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. just like a dumb, fun strange, movie. Yeah. It's what's his name, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, right? for people that <clears throat> yeah, Ossie Davis. Who plays JFK? That's what he plays. Right? JFK. <laughs> so the Davis plays JFK. The whole idea does, is this yeah. is a silly concept. It's phenomenal. That uh, when Elvis died, it was his um, body double. Yeah. Because Elvis just wanted a break, so he went off and he had his body double filling in for him. And then his body double died while he's out, and he's like, "Oh crap, I'm dead now. What do I do?" So he ends up in an old folks home trying to convince people he's Elvis. Yeah. And Ossie Davis is in a wheelchair, and he's Kennedy. And and he <laughs> keeps telling the story. And and even though Elvis is Fantastic. trying to sell the story that he's the real Elvis, 
Ossie Davis is like, here, fill back here. And there's a hole in the back of his head filled with sawdust, right? <laughs> and he goes, no, I'm, I'm the real deal. So they're trying to fight uh, this mummy who's sucking the life force from mm-hmm. people. And it sounds stupid and horrific, but it is really a fun, dumb movie. Well, just because it's stupid it doesn't mean it can't be fun. No. Have you ever seen uh, Duck, uh, what is it, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Yeah. Or yep. Dale and Tucker versus Evil? Yeah, it one of those like two. Dale and Tucker, Tucker and Dale. I think I it is Dale I and Tucker. If you haven't seen know. that, that's another one that escaped a lot of people, but it's just a really fun, it takes the, all the horror movie genres yep. and tips them on their ear, and it's funny as hell throughout the entire movie. You're going to have all Good you guys over one day to the, to the our, we have a little movie theater in our mm-hmm. house, to watch the movie Tenth and Wolf, because you can't find it. I, I think I own the only copy of it left on, in the world. <laughs> It was about mm. the Italian and Sicilian mafias battling it out in Philadelphia, Tenth and Wolf, and it lasted in theaters two days. And the boys in that were portrayed in the movie said, "You don't want to run that movie again." Mm. <laughs> they oh, made no. was it? It made fifty-four thousand dollars. When copy? did that come out? And I have a copy. Really? Uh, I would like, like to see 10, that. Ten years ago, August eighteenth, two thousand six. Well, it you was know, twelve years ago. The projectionist union is run by legitimate businessmen, <laughs> so it's right. not a surprise to me that that might have gotten around kind of quick. I Tom. think I think Philly's like the last stronghold. Like there's still mob slaying slaying oh, yeah. going on there. Well, Nicky Scarfo. Nicky Scarfo was one of the craziest guys ever born. Every time I go home, my parents always have the paper laying there. It's always front page. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so and so shot. Somebody's dead in Philadelphia. Like, huh? like a name, because you don't see a name. You see, you see, like some, you know, like somebody shot. Doesn't have like a name. Mm-hmm. By the way, this like movie, Johnny the Trash Man shot. <laughs> two days in the theaters made fifty four thousand dollars. It has James Marsden, Dennis Hopper. Uh, you get on the list. Brian Dennehy's in it. All there are all these huge stars in this movie. And they now they're all it, dead. Huh? I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> Not James Marsden. Well, and they, and they pulled dead. it. They pulled it, huh? Why is Catherine calling me during the show? Mm. I'll call her back. Speaking Suffer. of movies, can I mention, uh, for those of you who are interested, I think it opens officially t- today or tomorrow is Creed 2. Creed 2, mm-hmm. it opens tomorrow, yeah. And well, maybe you know, it does open today. I'm such a huge fan of the Rocky franchise. So when they yeah. said they were going to do Creed, I went into the first one reluctant, and I loved it. Was good, and then I wondered, all right, you're going to come back with Creed two, which they kind of leave you feeling you have to, and and I went in, and they've really reinvented the series in a really great way. This was a fun, really well done movie. Yeah, this is exactly like how one. it had to be done if they were going to do a sequel, and you know, in this one, he faces off against Ivan Drago's son. Right. So there's this so kind of weirdness, Dolph and there's in it. talking about that mob mob moment. Yeah. There's there's the first, and I won't give anything away, but the first meeting between Balboa and the original Drago, Ivan Drago, mm-hmm. has a very yep. Sopranos kind of feel to it. Yeah. And the line that yeah. Stallone feeds him is just such a beautiful, beautiful line because he talks. It. Drago's basically talking about how you got everything. My life went to hell because in Russia, they treat you like a, a stray dog. And you know what they do to stray dogs? They spit at stray dogs. And he's trying to intimidate Stallone. And Stallone goes, here, we just put him down. <laughs> and he just this icy cold look. And it was just such a beautifully crafted scene. But it's a, it's a really good, powerful movie. I think people will enjoy it. If you love that, Rocky, this is a great way to continue that series. Yeah. And I, I'm looking forward to... Uh, to three. So Michael I, B. Jordan, right? Yeah. So has Rocky j- basically become... Mickey. Mickey. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Manager. Hey, Philip, you can sit closer Trainer. to Mike if you want. <laughs> Speaking of Philip, I'm having lunch with him today, so you know it's going to happen for an hour and a half. Arguing? <laughs> he, no, I'm going to sit there and he's going to tell me what a dumb MF that I am. <laughs> 
for an hour and a half. You're the wrong. Well, you must you, be one if you're going. To, you know that's what's <laughs> happening. Kind of true. <laughs> you know living up happening. to his expectations. <laughs> you know that's what's happening, man. I was like, but I don't want to. You know, he's a friend, and I don't want to disappoint him. That's you have an friend. interesting that's friend. friend. <laughs> well, Tom would tell you that. The argument we had at his house that day. Oh, it was Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah, it was Christmas <laughs> Eve. That was great. He basically... I said, Linda Catherine said, I told you we shouldn't have invited them over. <laughs> the, for two, about two and a half hours. It was about two and a half hours. He yeah, basically told me what a dumb MF was. And you, and you consider that a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Philip just blasted me yesterday because he said he went home for... He was inducted into the, the Nebraska High School Hall of Fame. Uh, football player, baseball player, basketball, he played all the sports. Radio legend. He was telling me, (laughs) yeah, he was telling me that his black friends in Omaha don't like me. And I said, they don't even know me. Why do they not (laughs) like me? Because they saw the whole write-up about this, that, and the other thing. I said, what about it? Well, they claimed in the article that you and I grew up together. I said, well, I've known you for 46 years. Is that long enough? He goes, well, we didn't grow up together. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Okay, we grew old together. <laughs> yeah, a lot that. less romantic. Yeah, right? a lot less romantic. <laughs> I mean, sorry, pal. I've known you since I was in my early 20s. That's kind of grown. Your brain isn't fully formed till you're 25. Does that count? But, yeah, they're mad at me because the paper said that I grew up with them. Good God. Well, at least he didn't say, oh, my people, my friends just don't like you. Why not? Because of all the stuff I tell them about you. Well, yeah. Well, that, and that's what it really is, to tell you the truth. What a disaster as a friend he is. Don't you, you agree? You have some fun with that, JB. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, just right out the, you, the guy that wants to just spend the next hour telling me what a dummy I am. As a matter of fact, Andy, could you look up the Mary Mac Philip Exchange? Because it's my one of my favorite moments in the history Going on six and a half years of doing this show now. You say yeah. the, the Korean barbecue. Oh, Korean barbecue is phenomenal. Are they the ones that eat dog? What? Who's the racist now? <laughs> <laughs> Racist now, Philip. Her voice is perfect in it that is. line. It's so great. <laughs> it is. It's perfect. But they do eat. They do eat dogs in Korea. <laughs> Just saying. Some places. Who's the racist now? But Italian. they do. But they do. They actually, actually do. I actually confirmed this. My old roommate's boyfriend is Korean, and he confirmed that in very rural areas, yeah. they, they still dogs. do, but it is illegal. Oh, it's illegal. It's illegal. In, dog. in parts of China, it it's still legal, and they have like dog eating festivals. Patrick Royce, he told me he covered the Olympics when I was in Seoul, Korea. He said there were guys walking down the streets with carts full, shopping carts full of dogs, and people would go up and buy a dog. They'd reach in, grab the dog, and snap its neck and hand it to the <laughs> In Seoul? Like, holy God. Well, when was this, 1850? No, he said that... No, it was 1980. I don't know about that. Well, I, all I know is they have these restaurants called Hot Pot, and you go in there, and there's a pot of food right in the middle of the table, yep. and then you scoop out the food. And the first spoonful I took out, there was, a, there was a big, large eyeball looking at me. And it, ah! was, it wasn't no cow ball eyeball Yikes. or pig eyeball. It was some pet not, eyeball. I'm not doing pet eyeballs. <laughs> and I went right back. and like, I'm like, done with that. We'll be right back with our two Tom Bernard.